0: All right, coming up, we have some really interesting winemakers on our show today. They're going to tell us how being personalized makes the whole difference in how their wine tastes. Stay tuned. Well, here we are. Good morning. First time that I've had two people in person. You guys are the first. Have you ever been the first like that before? Yeah, my first one.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, this is my first.
0: We're all doing our first of three people. right? Listen, thank you for coming on the show. I know that originally how I uh, learned about you was the fact that you came to one of my events. I had Stroke Warrior. I put on a a Stroke Warrior Foundation event and your wines were there. You guys were there. And I was really, really happy that you were one of the vendors. So thank you uh, for doing that many years ago as well as thank you for coming on today. I, the first time that I can remember my experience with wine was when I was 17 years old. <laughs> Most of the time when I remember stuff is usually when it's traumatic. So I'm 17 years old, I'm going to the coast with older older guys in high school. They were actually in college, freshman, co- friends, family. I'm drinking Boone's Farm wine. Have you heard of Boone's Farm wine? No. Oh. You have? Oh, yeah. I got to tell you something. I got so shit based <laughs> drinking that wine. And my question is this, because I didn't know anything. I was just drinking. Did I get that massively hungover and the headache and feel like I was dying because of the sugar, because it was cheap wine? Was there a reason for that? Or is it just because I'm 17 years old and I'm experiencing wine <laughs> for the first time. Well, maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Okay. <laughs> because after that, I didn't experience wine again for years and years and years and years until I came across an article. I'm in a health and fitness business. And I'm always looking for edges in how to improve my health, how to improve the recovery from workouts. And I, ra- I ran across a, a, a big article from the French French are big into wine. And it said that the wine was very healthy for your body. I thought that's good. I'm, I'm, you know, and it it became such a big thing at that time. It's like a real big thing that people were just drinking a lot of wine. And so I started drinking wine and as I usually do, because I'm a bodybuilder and I have a a very addictive personality. They said that you should drink about four ounces a day. Mm -hmm. And I started out that way and, and, Good intention, but I next thing I found myself doing is I'm drinking 32 ounces a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I, I will say that the wine I had a different uh, experience than I did when I was 17 years of age. So let me ask you this I know that in my industry and all industries, we're competing against a lot of other people that are in the same business. Okay. And the name of your business is Catchatory. Mm-hmm. Fine wines and olive oil. Cacciatori, Fine Wines. How did you come up with that name, first of all? Well, we should ask the owner. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I mean, the owner is actually Vincenzo Cacciatori, So it's oh,
0: okay. his last name. So it's his last name. Right. right. Cacciatore. Okay. Right. And so if I could just ask one direct question for now would be, what is it that makes your wine different or better than somebody else's wine that's saying the same thing out there. Is there an easy answer to that or is it complex?
2: Well, it could be both it could be easy. It could be complex. It depends how much we want to spend time and talk about it. Uh, but what we're trying to, to do, uh, as, uh, the last name says, uh, Vincenzo Cacciatore is, uh, uh, Italian born uh-huh. from Sicily. I'm Italian born as well. Uh, I moved to the U S in 2007. And what we're trying to do here is uh, bring uh, a, a, a different style. Uh, wine, in, 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 my, in my concept, has to be something accessible uh, mm. to everybody and uh, something easy to drink, simple. Yeah. OK. And, uh, and that's what we are doing with the Good Dog uh, uh, label. That's yes, uh, this one right here. Exactly. You said good dog or red dog? Uh, well, good oh. dog is the brand. Then oh. we got uh, different color Oh. So, red dog is for Cab and Merlot oh, there you and go. Pinot Noir. That makes sense. And then we got the pink dog, which is for a rose. And then we got the white dog ah, for a Pinot clever. Grigio And yellow dog for the Chardonnay. And we're actually bottling tomorrow um, a blend, uh, which is going to be called uh, the Purple Dog, mm-hmm. which is actually a blend of Cabernet Sauvignon and uh, Tana. Okay. Uh, so going back, uh, uh, it's um, our style. Uh, for example, on the whites, uh, they are very crisp, uh, uh, with a little bit of uh,
0: let's say tartness to it. So that it's that that has to do with the way that it's it's uh, maturing in the in those barrels. Is that what you're saying?
2: It's it's the way that it is uh, produced since we pick the grapes. Uh, the, the sugar level is important. We don't want to overripe. Uh, We want to pick at about uh, 12.5, 13.5% alcohol, okay? And then we ferment in stainless steel. Uh, So there's no contact with oak at all. Really? Yes. It's interesting. Yeah. And we ferment also low temperature, about 55, 58 uh, Fahrenheit, uh, just to bring out that uh, aromatics,
0: and Can you produce and reproduce that at will? In other words, what you're saying, some of the numbers that you're giving out right now, you always do that? Kind of like with me. there mm-hmm. is I, I'm very strict on numbers when I'm dealing with people, like to lose weight or gain weight or whatever the case may be. It's all about the numbers, right. but it's also about more than that. It's about me having a good eye. I mean, is it just simple as just saying we, you go to that number Every single time, or does there's some fluctuation there?
2: Well, that's what is the amazing aspect of uh, winemaking. Yeah. That uh, no matter what, every year is a little different from from every other year. Yeah. Uh, so you have to adjust. Uh, but uh, what is important to us is to deliver the consistency of the product. So right. you might have fluctuation in alcohol percentage. You might have fluctuation in uh, peaks of uh, some kind of aroma than another but the overall profile stays the same
0: yeah Uh, how how many days are maybe i'm not asking the right question but how many days to get that twelve and a half percent i think you said as far as the how much sugar that you want is that right yeah how many days is that of wine or the grape being in the
2: field uh well when we pick uh, we bring to the winery right away for processing that's very that's very important so we squeeze the the fresh grapes we get the juice okay and so we uh, uh, clarify the juice okay and then we send it to fermentation and the fermentation is the process of transformation of sugar in alcohol uh, by the yeast and this process is a uh, temperature driven yeah the higher is the temperature the quicker is going to be the process so we want a longer fermentation which lasts at least uh, uh, 10 to 10 days to 15 days okay that's why the temperature is important
0: and that's in a stainless steel uh yeah. vat right is that yes. right Correct. that's not what i'm used to seeing when i watch uh wine shows like that <laughs> they show these all these barrels and things like that so that seems to be a departure from what's the norm is that correct, or is that more common? I don't know anything about winemaking except for what I see on TV, but right, I've, because, I've always just noticed that it was about the barrels, and they talk yeah, about that all the time. Yeah,
2: it's because most of the time it's more fascinating to see a barrel, a wood barrel, <laughs> than to see a big. See, uh, it's the kind of stuff that most tank, people don't right? know, right? It, that's <laughs> exactly. just there's that process. But there's always the back door that you know open up to a different uh, yeah uh, uh, scenario on how things are
0: done. Right? Yeah. So, and then, uh, Debbie, you, uh, and this, uh, so you're the wine winemaker. You're the yes. winemaker, yep. and you're the pe- person that sells what he makes. <laughs> exactly. Is that right? Exactly. So uh, I'm assuming that you guys have a close relationship to some degree. I mean, I, I would think that you really have to know what the hell you're s- selling, <laughs> <laughs> and it's up to him to make sure that you know that. Well, and I know what he, what he does is good, so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do a lot of tasting of the wine?
1: Um, you know what? Sometimes I do. Lately, I have been, so that's nice to get my. Well, it's it's a process,
2: if I can say. I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I have to say the um, as I said the 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 the, the strategy uh, the production strategy it's clear it's what I said earlier, uh, but then uh, 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 with Debbie, which brings the feedback from the public. Yeah. Okay. Then, of course, I mean. Uh, I like to do what I like, but I like, I have to do also what other people like. So that's right. sometimes I got to adapt according to the feedback mm-hmm. uh, of the market. Uh,
0: I think and, and I think that's really smart. I think it's really important. I think it's very difficult to have something that's unique that's out there. And yet you have to have the ability to, obviously you're, you have, you're, yeah. you're marketing to a consumer. Right. You know, <clears throat> so I think it's a—it's it's like anything else. You know, in my line of work, it's just there's such a process that most people don't know about yeah. to that end result, you know, that mm-hmm. actually makes you unique that way because we all think that we're unique. I went to, they had a, a gentleman whose specialty was to, he marketed and helped businesses identify what their unique sell, selling proposition was. Mm-hmm. And I went to this conference. He had 50 companies there and he had a pad, uh, a writing pad on the table. He said, write down in 20. That's the reason why I asked you your, unique, your, your uniqueness to your wine. He said, in 25 words or less, I, tell me what's unique about your wine compared to the wine, the person that's saying the same thing that's down the road. I think and you, you made a, a comment that the strategy that you have as far as your initial, you have a stated goal pretty much as a foundation that you work from. And then you, I guess you, you know, you, you go other places, but there's a foundation that yeah. you work off of.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, 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 again, you see, for example, uh, the American market, it's a, it's, it's a wine market that is still growing. Uh, people are still getting educated to, yeah. to wine. And for this reason, uh, majority of the public, like uh, a wine with a sweeter taste, mm-hmm. a sweeter aftertaste and um, we try to compromise we really don't uh, 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 produce uh, wines with residual sugar okay but we like to work on the on the gentle the mellow okay that gives that aspect and Mm -hmm. that's why when debbie goes to these uh, all these events first and then you can you know can say for yourself i mean uh, people ask, what is your uh you know the sweetest that you have Well, we don't okay but if you want to try this i think you'll be you know you'll be pleased you, yeah. you you like and as a matter of fact they do and they are wine with no sugar whatsoever really and and they're really and they're really tried they're really understanding what we are trying to deliver to
0: them you know when i got really surprised one time again this is when i was older i had i'm portuguese but I, I never drank port wine. Oh. And I, I, somebody that I was drinking this wine with, I didn't know it was port wine. I was drinking it like regular wine. Does that have like a, like a much higher level sugar content or, or alcohol content or both?
1: I'm going to say both.
0: Man, that thing it's, really, Yeah. It,
2: it, uh, I never did that again. Yeah, it's more alcohol. I mean, port is definitely higher in alcohol. As far as sugar, uh, depends what you're comparing with. But port, usually, they don't have a, a huge content of sugar. It's just the oxidation process that makes the okay. wine called port that gives even yeah that that roundness. That
0: uh, yeah. What about the your weather? I know that you uh, again. I'm assuming that you have to have a certain kind of climate to grow grapes in. Would that be safe to say? Uh, yeah. And if I'm thinking about, uh, obviously the northern part of our state is considered wine country. If uh, Maybe I'm wrong, but you can correct me. And if you're growing wine in our climate, like today it's 105, I don't know if you're actually growing grapes now, but how do you, I mean, does that present a whole different dynamic as far as how to make wine?
2: Yeah. I mean uh it's it's more difficult that's why you're supposed to have uh, people with more skills in this area to produce the same quality wine that can be produced in uh, cooler climates with less let's say hard work. It's easier. yeah, it's easier. Here it's much harder yeah um, I mean, mine was a little bit of a challenge i mean i I grew up I was born, I grew up in Italy. I finished my studying. In Italy I worked in Italy and here the growing condition for the grapes are are difficult Uh, but with the right tools the right techniques I mean uh, we can produce uh, a good quality wine
0: so what made Cacciatore settle here yeah I know you said the owner is uh, Italian as well yeah yeah he
2: um, he started his uh, business career uh, with the fresh produce Uh, he actually uh, moved from uh, when he was um, his family moved from sicily to uh, canada montreal and that's uh, when with the family they started to uh, uh, get involved in the fresh produce business so they were actually uh, importing uh, even grapes from california
0: okay Okay.
2: grapes for uh, table consumption uh, but also wine grapes for home winemaking in in the seventies, eighties, the large uh, uh, community of Portuguese, uh, Italian, uh, French immigrants that were used to make their wine at home. Okay. And so that's how we started and uh, starting doing this, then he started to say, well, I want to secure my production. I just don't want to, you know, buy off the market and change supplier every year. and right. So that's when he started to buy land, plant vineyards. And then in 1998, he decided to open up the winery in Pixley.
0: So he's got land all over the
2: Pixley area? Um, Early Mart, uh, Pixley, and uh, Euron, and uh, Terrabella.
0: Funny you say about making wine, because every year, my, my family, there was always, people would get in the middle of a barrel and they'd be stomping grapes with their bare feet. That was like a big thing for us to watch all that. Yeah. Uh, How do you get your, the product out? What do you have, when you have events, is it like a wine tasting event that you do or tell me the different (laughs) things that you do in order to promote uh, what he's making?
1: Oh, well, uh, we do charity events where they have wine tasting, food tasting, and I take a, our product, usually most of them, and then that way I have the opportunity that people show up to um, have them taste our wine.
0: Yeah, and you I, I guess to some degree you're educating people. Yes. Yeah. Because like somebody like myself, I really I just I have limited knowledge that red wine goes with red meat <laughs> and the rest goes with something else. That's about my knowledge right there. So I'm assuming yes. and it's kinda like in my in my industry I have to educate People as to why they need a personal trainer versus why right. they should go to the gym and waste their time. Right. So I'm right. assuming to some degree. So what is that actually? When you're educating me, mm-hmm. and if I'm saying okay, so if I wanted to, you know, I, I the the red is good with with red meat. Is that right. is that pretty much still like the norm or the default?
1: Yes. Or you can just drink it by itself.
0: That is true. Yes. And the. What would you like with these wines that we have right here? These are all red wines. Is that right?
1: Well, you have the rosé, which we consider a white wine.
0: That's that one? Yes. That's considered white? hmm mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yes. And there's something like that, because it looks red to me, but there's something like that. Do you have a wine that's versatile enough to go where you can have it with red meat or you can have it obviously by yourself? Yeah. But that's the stuff that you're actually kind of talking to people about when they're out tasting wine, because I I really don't know what I'm tasting, to be honest with you.
1: Right. And a lot of what I sell is the, we're Pixley, we're local. Uh Uh-huh. And that is, to me, a big thing. Plus the things we do, we do personalized labels. Yeah. Um, And then, yes, ask, some people will ask what the wine goes for, but I think a lot of times people will just drink the wine that they like with whatever.
0: Just I'm based not. on what they like as, as taste. But yes. yeah, I I agree.
2: I think uh, sometimes there's a misconception uh, that uh, a wine has to be, uh, let's say, uh, captured in a box. So, okay, Cabernet uh, has to go with, uh, you know, a ribeye or a New York steak yep. or mm-hmm. something. And then... Uh, uh, the white uh, Chardonnay goes with seafood yeah. or a salad. Blah, blah, blah. Well, uh, it is true and it's not true. I always believe, at least that's what I learn you know, through the years. Uh, uh, wine. Uh, I mean, I always say people is asking, "What is the best wine?" Well, the best wine is the one that you like.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay,
2: and and so even in the pairing habits, uh, uh, you can uh, you can find uh, you can find the same variety. But different producers, okay. And uh, for one producer, uh, let's say the variety, it's 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 better with uh, red meat, and uh, the same variety can be a good fit even with uh, a specific seafood, like Pinot Noir, for example. Okay, Pinot Noir is a red variety. Okay, but Pinot Noir, you can definitely pair it even with, uh, with a nice, uh, I don't know, blackened salmon or, uh, or a tuna yeah. or a swordfish uh, very well. Uh, so it, it depends, because uh, even there, uh, Pinot Noir, the way that we make it, which is a little bit the French style, the Bourgogne style, it's perfect for that too. But if you take uh, some Pinot Noir from Carneros, which is very bold, uh, with this oak profile very intense, uh, yeah, then stay with the meat. Yeah, so that's why it's 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 I think it's wrong sometimes to say that one goes with that. Yeah. You, See that's the kind of st- That's
0: boundaries. the kind of stuff that I think has to happen for people, somebody like myself. I, I relate to that because of my industry.'ve I've spent a lot of time educating people as to what they thought was a way to um, mm-hmm. eat nutrition wise mm-hmm. or train. It's almost upside down in some ways. The point is this. It's not black and white. It's more gray. Right. And you say something that makes it very enticing to me and easy for me to understand when you just say, look, drink what tastes good to you and then work from there, I think is what you're saying. absolutely. You said something I think that was very interesting and I think a part of your unique selling proposition or your unique selling point, correct me, but that you're – because I'm thinking how do you possibly – Compete with big brands and, you know, the big dogs out there. Not that you're not, but one of the things that you said that stuck out in my mind is you're personalized. Yes. And when you say that you're personalized, what exactly does that mean? I know you're local. Right. But what other things do you do to make that personal well, to me that makes me want to come to, to catch a Tory as opposed to anybody else?
1: We have just a generic label. That has a vineyard on top, and then an area where you could put your logos for business, wording for weddings, birthdays, just about anything. That is something that not too many people offer. Um,
0: so you're filling a you're filling a void to some degree. Yes,
1: yes, yes yeah. exactly. So if you're having a wedding coming up, we can put labels on that that signify your wedding or anniversary. Or events, great at Christmas time for just handing out thank yous.
0: So it sounds to me that, and we talked at the top of the show, so um, that you're really kind of diversified in your approach to selling wine. So not only are you doing these events with people like this, just out of curiosity, do you ever reach out to places that are meat places do you, to, to edu- sort of educate them about your wine, or is that something that you just don't do? I'm, it's just a, an honest question. I don't know.
1: Uh, no.
0: Okay. I, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I know. Because I'm, I might say to the meat company, here, but here's what maybe you don't know about these wines.
1: Well, you know, that's interesting. I think,
2: uh, interesting.
0: Uh, I think there are opportunities
2: uh, everywhere, everywhere. And, uh, and for anything that we, that we could do. Uh, what, what I think uh, it's important is to be open to experience yes and I see and if I may say something without
0: uh, you can say whatever you want on here right so (laughs) don't hold back so Claudio (laughs) uh, like you mentioned
2: earlier I mean this area uh, it's harder to produce you know uh, uh, wine grapes uh, for good quality wine but can be done Um, I I was in the area the first time in 1999 and uh, this area has always been considered to be a commodity a commodity wine area, okay? Where tell,
0: tell me, someone like me, what does that exactly mean? Well, it
2: means uh, 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 grapes that produce, uh, you know, high volume, uh, low quality veggie compounds, and so the wine is, uh, the wine is not good. And, uh, and if it was true back then, uh, it's not true now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the technology is there, knowledge is, is there. Uh, the vine can really grow in a spectrum of, of condition that is amazing. Hmm. So from the freezing temperature of uh, you know the, the, the highest point in Canada yeah. uh, uh, to the to the hottest uh, of uh, even Washington. I mean, uh, Red Mountain that everybody started talking about it for a few years now, but it's a hot climate like here yeah okay but they promote it i mean promotion marketing is is important and uh, and so we are a little drop in the ocean in an area that is not very uh, considered to be you know reputed for wine right. but if it's enough that we drive uh, uh, you know uh, 45 minutes and we get to madeira Which is an AVA, which is an American Viticultural Area, which has the same recognition like Napa does, like Paso Robles does, like Sonoma
0: does. Is that right? Yeah, is
2: that right? So I I think it's important that uh, 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 you know the label reflects these appellations, okay? But I think that uh, you know people should give credit also to those that don't have those.
0: Absolutely. Appellation. And there's
2: we use California appellation. Yeah. We, we don't have any other sub-region, okay, in our area.
0: Right. So tell us, now you're explaining to me a little bit how you compete with other people. You're giving me some information. I, it makes me understand a little bit more about that. But tell me, you're, you, you mentioned bulk wine that you sell or buy bulk wine. No, what we do,
2: I mean, again, you mentioned something earlier that I want to uh, uh, you know pull, pull back. I mean, how do we compete with the large companies? Yes. We don't. Uh, they are monsters. Yeah. We are not. We are a family-owned operation uh, which does good good work, but uh, go compete on the domestic, uh, uh, you know, distribution. It's tough. Okay. Um, so what we what we do? Um, our production is uh, differentiated. Um, our larger volume uh, is uh, sold as bulk wine uh, to other wineries. Uh, that we have contracts with mm-hmm. and uh, they take uh, our wine and uh, they make master blends and they go on the shelf okay with this California appellation wine uh, to fit uh, to fit that price range between uh, the you know 799 to 1599.
0: That's generally the price range in this
2: area or California. No, that's about the the, the, the price range for a California appellation wine.
0: Is that right? In yeah. California, yes.
2: And I'm not talking the so-called two buck chuck that doesn't exist anymore <laughs> because it's it's no longer you know 1.99 now. Yeah, it's, it's 3.99. But 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 that's, it's a little different animal too. I mean.
0: Yeah. yeah, you know, you said something that is, I, again, I, I relate to you and it correlates with my business also because I do specialized, personalized training. I have personalized training studios. I'm, you could say that I'm competing with the larger health clubs like Evolutions, but I'm not. In right. fact, I, on purpose, I've opened my because I've opened a few of these around um, in the area up down California and at the coast but I try to get near health clubs, not separate myself from them because my, they have a market of people for me that are constantly quitting their, their, their memberships because <laughs> my unique selling point, which is yours, is I'm very personalized. Yes. And I produce results. And when you do that, at least in my industry, I would think it would be the same in yours you know, when you produce a result like that, and it's more yeah. personalized, guess what? I have a built-in market right next to me. Like my my club is my gym, my personal st- training studio. If is like a stone throw away from Evolution's, but it's done on purpose. I like the fact that you're not even. I mean, you. It was emphatic. We're not. Yeah, we're not. Com- we're not trying to compete with them. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of ways to skin that cat. Obviously, you guys have done that. How long have you been in business?
2: Well, 1998 for the company, so it's yeah. uh, it's a 20, 20 23 24 years, 24 years. Yeah, that so, says yeah.
0: something right there. You know, I always talk about the mark of a good, a good item or a good program, or a good system is that it stands the test of time, and you've done that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but as a matter of fact, you see, uh, 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 in this area, we are the only one. Uh, you know, family-owned. Uh, let's say medium-sized operation. Yeah. Uh, 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 Everybody else is gone, um,
0: even yep. farmers. You got to find a way to adapt or die. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. just what you're either growing or you're dying. Correct. And you guys have figured that out. So, yeah. Congratulations to to you. You know, to be able to do that. I mean, it yeah. really it really says something about who you are as a company, as far as I'm yeah. concerned.
2: Yeah. And what we what we also do. I mean, uh, we have some local restaurants that they they have their private label with us. Yeah. We have uh, small distributors. That's what I said. We don't compete with the larger, with the monsters. Okay? Yeah. We, we like to find these small distributors that you can build a personal relationship. They can believe in the product and they can market the product. Yeah. Whatever is their own label, okay, or whatever is our label. I mean, I have a great expectation now for a, a Good Dog, uh, the brand Good Dog, where at the end of the registration brand process, uh, uh, the idea comes from... Uh, Again, besides the style of the wine, but the idea comes to give a reason uh, to the to the consumer, to the public, uh, uh, to pick a wine because uh, 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 it kind of generate a chain of support to other uh, industries or other um, entities. Like mm-hmm. Good Dog, uh, we have a couple of uh, local agreements with local SPCAs or animal shelter. And so the, some of the proceeds of the, of the brand goes to, goes to them. Nice. Um, so why not use this also as a tool and say, well, but let's try, let's try that good dog wine. I mean, proceeds are going to go there. So no matter what, let me try it.
0: Right. Okay.
2: And we're going to do maybe two good things. Okay. Help. Help the shelters, and uh, you know, and find out about this wine. In my industry, then you like you buy it again. You don't like you don't buy it anymore. <laughs> That's right. In my industry,
0: I call that leverage marketing. You're leveraging other ways to market your wine. Mm-hmm. Private labeling. You said you do that. Is that right? Yeah. And if I come to you and I want a private label, do I have to have a certain amount of wine that I'm producing? Do you have some limits on that, or there's no limitations on uh, private labeling? Well, if you like uh, what we
2: produce as our, let's say, house style, uh, then uh, for a business, uh, usually it's a pallet. A pallet. How palette, many How is on a, a pallet? It's uh, 556 cases, so about uh, 600 bottles.
0: And how how much does something like that cost me? If I have a pallet that I'm bringing to you guys, how much is that going to cost me to have my label done that way? Uh, let's say it's going to
2: cost you per bottle... Uh, it, it depends by the program that we can uh, start, but it can cost from the $5, okay,
0: up to the $7. 5 to $7 to to private label. Right. And do you have a, is there, what percentage of the, maybe I shouldn't be asking this, but what percentage of your business is private labeling? Uh, it's um,
2: on bottled wine, uh, majority of it. Is that right? Yeah. So you have a, but with private label, I just want to make a distinction It's not the personalized label personalized label is what uh, Debbie mentioned earlier. Okay. That's for retail only. So you can order a bottle. You can order six bottles. You can order an assorted case uh, as a private customer. When I'm talking about private label or control brand is actually you are a business commercial then. Exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, But with, so for example, we have a distributor in Indiana with, their own label. Uh, we had distributor down in Florida. We have distributor a little bit everywhere. We have uh, a winery, for example, in Texas uh, uh, that does uh, their own brand with us.
0: Is that part of your area? What you're doing there with all these people that are distributors mm, and things like that's that? That's
2: more
1: cloud. Yeah,
2: yeah. Side. Debbie does. Uh, Debbie is good in what she does. She does the online sales uh, okay. through the e-commerce yeah. website, and then she does the local. Uh, yeah uh, local sales local sales i do i do the rest i
0: got you i you know on, on speaking of online i'm switching over now to i, I told you at the beginning as what podcasting is a way that i keep getting my message out and and motivating and educating people but i'll tell you what i don't know about you but that online business is not as easy as i thought it was going to be
1: <laughs> no it's not right. huh no it,
0: Holy crap! Are you having somebody help you with that, or is it are you just learning by uh, through first hand experience and failing? And
1: yep, just...
0: I'm in the middle of all that right now. I mean, I'm working with a SEO person. Have you heard of that? Yes, search op- engine up. Yes. Op- yeah, mm-hmm. that's a whole different yes. animal,
1: and it's very competitive out there.
2: Oh,
0: it really is.
2: Yeah, but you see, but you're lucky because you don't, you don't deal with the, with the alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Say I mean domestic sales. You, you know, if you want to sell to a state in the United States, you gotta have a permit. Oh, you and gotta the, go
0: through jump through a bunch of hoops. Uh, yeah, and, oh. then, and
2: then you got compliance to do, uh, and then you have limits. For example, there are states that uh, a mm-hmm. consumer cannot buy from you online more than one case a year.
0: Golly, that's a that's a nightmare for me. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's. Yeah. Does it drive you to drink your own wine? <laughs> I'm stressed out yeah, today. Exactly, to forget, no,
2: no, no. That's but crazy. It's, it's, it's complicated. Yeah, in mean, um, wine sales, it's not as easy as people might. Be. Nothing ever is. You know what yeah. I mean?
0: It's never what
2: you but see, but especially wine because, uh, like any other, uh, you know, beverage with alcohol. Yeah. Okay, it's very regulated. Yeah. And every state has its own rules and laws. And uh, you gotta be on top of it. Otherwise you're.
0: I would imagine California has the worst, re- some of the worst restrictions. I'm just guessing. Actually, no. No? No. Who has, who's the hardest one to deal with as far as the state is concerned? Uh,
2: Debbie is more expert than me on these. But if I remember right, I mean, for example, there are some states that they have counties that are dry counties. So no, Florida. Is oh more. yeah. Oh okay. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, even Oklahoma. Oh uh, yeah, you know Alabama. So
0: those are completely off limits,
2: right? I mean, you don't have a so some counties. Yeah, some counties you can. Yeah. Some of the counties you can't.
0: Uh, yeah,
2: it's uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: You got to be. You have to be. I'm sure you have to be in the thing every single day because I'm sure things changed on a oh. on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Everything does like that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. There's always this really fascinating. You know, you all, all we see sometimes as a consumer is just like. We don't see the process and how much you have to do in order to produce something. And look, and that's the reason why you guys are still in it, you know, yeah. because you are, I'm a student of my, the industry that I'm in. I have been for 40 years and still am. I'm enthusiastic about learning everything about what impacts the body as a results from supplementation, everything. And that's never changed. And that's exactly the reason why so many people in my industry have gone away. Mm -hmm. They go do something else. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, you have to have, and I'm sure that you guys do, you have to have passion for what you're doing. A load of it. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Without passion, you're done. You won't stay in this business. You're done. Uh, No.
0: And I would just think that the fact that I would think that this wine, these grapes, I'm assuming they have feelings, don't they? Yes, they Mm -hmm. do. They do, don't they? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. if a dog has feelings, this dog over here has to have feelings as well. Speaking of which, why don't we go ahead and um, if, if there's something that I haven't brought up that you want to talk about, please do, because I, again, I, I'm just asking the questions that I think that I should ask. But otherwise, why don't you? Like, can we taste some of your wine and yeah. maybe you can tell us like the proper way? You know, I see people they <laughs> swiff it around and they smell oh, it. What the hell? You know, when I go out and eat at restaurants, I do that. I fake it, but I don't know what I'm doing. But
2: well, we'll get to that. In a, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. <laughs> so, but no, something that I would like to spend a couple of words on is actually our extra virgin olive oil. Oh yes, which oh. is uh, something that. Uh, so yeah. you just sell extra virgin olive oil? Yes. Oh, which yeah. is um, well went. right? Which is a little mm-hmm. of our pride. It's uh, I. I I like to present that more like a, more like a, a hobby rather than um, a real business, yeah. uh, 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 but simply because of volume, we do a very small volume. Okay, and what we do is very unique. And uh, too bad we didn't bring uh, something for you to taste. We will, but it's uh, the, the the peculiarity of these uh, extra virgin olive oil is that it's made with uh, a, a mix of uh, 21 uh, olive varieties. Uh, they all came from Italy the trees mm-hmm. uh, the owner brought them and uh, and there's no one else in california that has this uh, platform right? of, of varieties so uh, a majority of production of uh, you know extra virgin olive oil it's uh, with arbequina san frantoio uh, there's also a lot of uh, menzanilla uh, that gets used for some uh, olive oil but menzanella is usually a table olive you know for uh, canning or for eating and and our is very unique it's a little pricey but when people tries it they can uh, they they can taste the difference yeah then understands and
0: uh, does extra virgin oil is it used in wine at all or is that just just, this is a separate thing that no it's
2: you know in, in in italy in italy there's um I mean, it comes from the history, but usually where you have, uh, you know, vines and
0: wines, then you have uh, olive oil as well. Okay. Olive oil as yeah.
2: Well. So, yeah, that's
0: That's interesting stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, maybe another time, you know, because I've had people come on more than one time, you know, we could talk about something like that, or yeah. but that would yeah. be interesting. Okay, so, so I'm this is a, a rosé so what am i supposed to do with this thing am i supposed to swish it around or what and why do i so, do that
2: so now first this is a rosé that actually we made uh, um we make with the cabernet sauvignon which is uh, unusual a majority of the rosé are made with other varieties and um, i tried these a few years ago and i i loved it uh, and our clients they loved it too and so we are keeping on doing it. The color is, uh, is very light. It's not really a, 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 ro- a rosato, so mm-hmm. a, 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 a dark pink. It's actually more like an orangey mm-hmm. uh, color. And so we are supposed to do, the swiveling, is uh, simply because uh, aromas, okay, they express themselves better in uh, an oxidative environment. So when they're in the bottle, uh, uh, let's say they're a little trapped, Okay, yeah. and so they're in a re- reductive environment, so when you pour okay uh, swivel it is because you get some oxygen ah, okay, get it why. into the wine I and that, that. and that helps and that helps uh, uh really detecting some aromas but like uh, if i can if I can tell you something, okay, yes. if you want to try uh, uh, now that you taste the wine uh I mean close your nose, uh-huh. Okay, and you won't taste anything. Then you taste, you you take another sip later with your nose open, and you'll see the difference.
0: So one with my, I take, uh, hold yeah. my nose and, and yeah, close it. Yeah, close your nose. Okay, so, so I'm doing this then to yeah. get the rest well, if of the you aroma want, you out. Can, Yeah, you can okay. smell if you want. Okay, and smell it.
2: And you see the smell is more like um, like a grapefruit. Uh,
0: yeah, it's very light. Right, but a grapefruit, very light. like a little
2: strawberry. I do that. And, and you should not taste anything, no flavor, nothing. Just, just. just uh, no flavor. There you just go. No like okay. alcohol. And okay. now drink it with with your nose open.
0: Definitely different. So, so light. It's so easy to go down. Right. That'd be okay. scary for me. I drink the whole bottle. <laughs>
2: well, but you see, this is uh, I when we first and you feel the tartness a little bit a little tart a but little it's bit. a gentle tart it is okay it's, it's a, friendly right. right okay and it's a, a characteristic of this style okay uh, uh, but you see to me this one can be a great substitute for beer mm-hmm. okay uh,
0: wow. in a, in a and this doesn't bloat you like beer no exactly It's a whole different effect i mean i like
2: beer. beer i like i drink beer too but yeah yes one of the problem is that yeah beer
0: immediately right yeah,
2: no, this tastes really good. Right. And this one can be great with the, by itself or can we great with the salad or with a little, oh, uh, yeah. you know, seafood or whatever.
0: Very friendly to the...
2: Even to with a hot dog, if I can say so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this
0: is very friendly <laughs> to the palate. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And you see, there's no sugar at all. No, not, no, no sugar. sugar at all. I think mm-hmm. that's why I like it. I'm not a big sugar person. I mean, I, I eat sugar. Uh, at times on the weekends and stuff, but typically I'm not somebody who likes that, that uh, real sweet. So right. this is no sugar at all. No, no. It's just... Uh, What's the alcohol content again? Uh, this one is a twelve point twelve point
2: three percent
0: And beer is what, six? Beer is six. Double. Yeah. Yeah. hmm hmm You know, when I was in Russia, you know, they're famous for their vodka. Yeah. <laughs> and you have no idea how good that vodka is. It's made from potatoes, and you can just, they have it on their table in the morning at breakfast, and you can just take that little top off and drink that vodka. Yeah, <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble with vodka. <laughs> this is very, very good. Well, it I'm is. glad you like it.
1: It is. It's very light. Very light. Refreshing. Yeah. So it it when you
0: It doesn't feel like a wine.
1: No, no.
0: Well, Not at It does feel like a wine. Well, it because- does. But, but, oh, yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like a no. typical wine that I've, I've drank before. No. Really, I, I mean that. I mean, this has a rate and the fact that there's no sugar in
2: it. No. Mm-mm. No, and then you see the, what I said earlier. I mean, uh, wine has to be easy. It doesn't have to be, you know, yeah. all the time that you got to sit down and 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 talk and think for yeah. hours about this aroma, that aroma. and no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah.
2: So that's, that's what we're trying to deliver for. Uh, this one you can actually buy on premises. So at the winery for how much?
0: $11. So you're selling. Free delivery. So w- tell me again what you're selling for $11?
1: Oh, the Good Dog Wines.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like bottle. this bottle right here this mm-hmm. is
1: $11. For one bottle, yeah. what yeah. if
0: bottle. you buy the case instead, it's less.
1: Yeah.
0: Hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah. For that kind of taste, no? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, can we try something else? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Jason, will you drive me home, please? I ha- I don't drink, here, just, I don't drink just alcohol just pour
1: years in here.
2: Yeah, we need to empty oh. the glass because then we got to go back to work, eh? Like you, well, I don't right. know. You're going to go I'm going to go back you're to gonna work. You're going to go take a nap? <laughs> I'm going to go take a nap.
1: <laughs> I don't need any. Okay. <laughs> no? Just okay. put your extras in mine.
2: Okay.
0: We can share. So I'm the only so, one that's going to get hammered here. So James. now what we're
2: going to do... <laughs> is, uh, which is, this is important Mm. instead, is uh, we're gonna just rinse the glass, but never with the water. You do it with the wine that you're gonna be... Why mm. is that? Because uh, you remove the interference of uh, I should have... Mm, Okay. Well, you can do it. uh, You can do it now. So, smell the glass. I mean, you should, you see, when I damp the Mm rosé, The glass would still
0: have. Still smells like the rosé. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And that's does.
2: why, and that's why you need to rinse out with the, the next wine.
0: Uh, so you rinse it, and then do you pour it out? And right. Then...
2: And then, and then mm. you pour.
0: See, this is all the kind of stuff that I didn't know about. Next time I go to a restaurant, I will look really smart. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen too easily, Jason. So, and this is our our cab,
2: um, which is uh, a, a, again is the same concept okay it's not a bold cab uh, the 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 common interpretation of the cab it has to be bold big high in alcohol uh, that you make a glass and then oh you feel a little is it heavy on heavy. your on your body on this your... one instead no this one is an easy to drink cab can be a everyday wine and um, people loves it it's a different when people tries it they understand the difference.
0: Yeah. They is, were trying to communicate. Is this a higher level of alcohol than the rose? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This sun this one were about 13.5. And that one again was twelve five. About twelve point three, yeah, twelve point three, twelve point five. So, so, so this is one one degree. Yeah. Does so one degree make a difference? Uh
2: well it can, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So after 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 maybe, you know, two or three glasses, glasses. glasses, yes, it might make a
0: difference. Yeah.
2: But even the aroma is a very. Uh, uh, excuse, Definitely different. Excuse my 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 English, but the the, pron- the pronunciation. But vinos, uh, so it smells like a, like a wine. It smells this, like fruity wine. Yeah. It doesn't smell like uh, you know oak, these uh, ripe uh, and um, and spicy. Right, and
0: aromas. yet uh, this smells very different than the rosé. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Very distinct. Right.
2: And then you see, and this is the same variety.
0: Is that right? Same
2: variety, but different time of harvest, different time of picking, different type of processing, fermentation, yeast, temperature at the winery and two different <laughs> products. Excuse kind of. me.
0: And you're doing all this to make sure that all this stuff is like, it's Right.
2: Yeah, that's why. Do you live there 24 hours a day? I, yeah, I tell my wife. She's not very <laughs> happy with me because I'm never home.
0: What but, time do you start in the morning if you don't me um, No, actually, I'm not
2: an early bird. Let me work until midnight, 1, Are 2 a.m. One in the guys? morning. No problem. No, but in the morning, let's say maybe when there's harvest, it's a little different. But no, usually they don't see me at the office, uh, the winery, until 9, 8.30, 39
0: but you're, are you out in the vineyards like late at night? Uh, usually in the morning
2: because it's uh, a little cooler. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or sometimes
0: late in the evening. Do you do a lot of walking? Yeah. And then do you just randomly uh, pick a grape and smell it? Well, break when, it open, when we it? get,
2: when we get to this uh, period, let's say, uh, in a couple of weeks, yeah, it's very important that you go, you, you taste, uh, you see the consistency. Because even the bunch, you have the bunch that is more outside the canopy, so more exposed, so it's, let's say, riper yeah. than the one that is inside the canopy, which is a little bit behind. So yeah. you got to find the, the right proportion.
0: So how do you do that? When, when you have different grapes that are, are further ahead than the others, uh, do you wait till this one catches up? But how do you keep this one from ripening? Well, your- that's
2: why you got to work on uh, getting the feeling uh, on what is the, let's say, the majority in the consistency. So you're more on the ripe or you're more on the ripe? Mm-hmm. What is your average? Yeah. Okay, then you go from there.
0: I'll tell you what, it seems to me that to be in your line of work, you have to have so much <laughs> firsthand experience and it's not even funny. Yeah. It's not I even know, funny.
2: You know why I like it? It's because it's like cooking. I like cooking too. Yeah. It's very
0: personal. I hate cooking. I just like eating okay. the cooking. My wife is a gourmet cook, legit. <laughs> yeah, go. She's so, from Europe. And I'm amazed at what the hell she does with food, yeah. and she doesn't even, she doesn't doesn't even measure it. She can just right. sell, right. And I'm sure that you've gotten to that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, yeah. A, it's an awesome place to be. Mm-hmm. I got to
2: tell you, it is. It's personal, you know, and it's yeah, uh, and it's that uh, how you personalize. how you create yeah. something of your own.
0: Yeah, I mean, you are. You become a part of that wine. Right. I think yeah. right. Uh, right. Speaking of which, can I have a sip of that one? Yeah. Too? So you see, but this one, yeah,
2: you see, it's a uh, uh, very fruity, very good at, at the nose, and in the taste, uh, uh, there's uh, a little bit of uh, an oak uh, compound, but it's very, ble- very blended in, subtle, that you don't really, it doesn't dominate. To no. me, What is the the good thing is that you gotta have a multiple spectrum of aromas that you gotta hold pitching together
0: yeah instead of having one well makes. and then what it seems like to me just in tasting your two wines is that even though they're different they're sort of the same in some way because they have yeah. their the style yeah the, the, their, there's yeah, a style. certain style there right. yeah i think it's pretty but that's cool. why
2: that's why and, and you know even discussing i mean sometimes we say well maybe we should do something uh, the the customer like better sweet and but then at the end we lose our identity. Yeah, because yeah. I think what is important is that people that don't like our wines. Okay, great. Hey, there's someone else.
0: Yeah, you know. but You those, can't please everybody. Exactly. That's
2: for sure. But those that they like it, well, they
0: will remember us. That's what makes you unique. I remember right. I was asking you that in the beginning right. of the show. You're you're telling me now. I'm saying oh, yeah. exactly what your your uniqueness is. Right. Very cool.
2: So, and and no matter what, the good dog. Now Debbie is a fresher memory than me, but. The good dog through we've been what now five years. Yes. And all the time we send, uh, 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 you know, our different vintages to San Francisco uh, Wine and Spirits Wine Competition. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all every year we we bring home uh, some awards.
0: Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, it really is.
0: It is. It really is.
1: I think because there is so much out there to just know that what we have here can compete it's, with.
0: It's amazing. It's, and yeah. It's it's something to be very proud of, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No question. So this one is uh, 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 La, Gondola, La
2: Gondola Reserve, which is uh, what we consider our higher tier. So this one is uh, actually barrel-aged. Okay. Yeah. So this
0: one is not in a... We ferment. Steel. We
2: ferment uh, in the stainless steel, but as soon as the fermentation maceration is over, then it does the malolactic uh, uh, fermentation. Then it goes in barrel, which is not a new barrel. As a matter of fact, uh, you find uh, not much vanilla, not much coffee. I mean, uh, I, I like to use older barrels uh, that complements the wine better. in My yeah. opinion. We don't have. Uh, 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 if I can say something in full honesty, what we're missing in this era sometimes is a structure. Mm-hmm. If you don't have structure, so a, a big shoulder in your wine, the barrel will overpower, the new barrel right? will overpower. God,
0: I would have never known this
2: before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See here.
1: Learn something all the time. So this
2: one is uh, less fruity, I mean less Venus. it's more ripe, this one, to my to my
0: smelling it, it has oh. a different. Like it kind of kicks me right, right in the nostrils a little right. bit. Right. This is probably Initially.
2: this is probably what uh, let's say the average uh, consumer is used to smell more. I would say yes. Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the alcohol? Uh? Uh,
2: These one were actually on the 14
0: percent. Uh, it goes down lovely
2: yeah but you see but this one has a uh, but it's a little, hip, a little it's more, heavier right a little more structured than yeah. uh, the good dog line yeah okay and these uh uh even spicy spicy. But to me
0: it, to me it almost feels a little bit dry and yeah is that right
2: yeah because uh, i mean uh, something that the oak because i'm going like this yeah like a little bit something that the oak does no matter what uh, the 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 phenols Okay, are the ones that are going to dry your uh, uh, taste buds. Immediately? Yeah.
0: Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, good stuff, man. Yeah, well, thanks. It really I mean, is. Yeah. Really good.
1: That one's my favorite. This one is? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, then we have uh, other varieties. Uh, there's actually a, a, another label on the Lagondola Reserve, which is a late harvest. Uh-huh. And that one is definitely a, a sweet product. That's that's almost like a, how I like to describe it as a after dinner conversational wine, almost at level as a port. Yeah, it's not a port, but at that yeah. level. And that one is made. Uh, we leave the different varieties, you know, grapes hanging until. Uh, Late uh, October or even late right? November yeah. until they get all moldy. Is that right? Yeah, you look at them, you say, What are you doing with that?
0: Well, mold is good in that way, right? Yeah. 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 They make penicillin out of for goodness sake. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very and, interesting. Uh, so, next
2: podcast that we'll do, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. go on a different uh, yeah uh, a different I wanna, wine.
0: I want to ask you something because I used to be a big cigar smoker. And then, of course, I drank wine. Are there? Do you do any kind? Back in the eighties, we used to have a lot of cigar parties, events at restaurants. Is there? Do you do you meet with people that are in that sort of that? I don't know how big cigar smoking is now, but there's something to be said for certain cigars with certain wine, maybe. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, it could be done. I mean, uh, I think uh, cigars—they probably match better with uh, you know some rum uh, some brandy Mm -hmm. some of those uh, spirits rather than rather than wine
0: I think that was if I remember correctly this happened back quite a ways I did a lot of traveling in Europe by the way and I remember being in Paris and I'm pretty sure that I was having wine with cigars
2: yeah I mean it can be it can be done yeah it well, be a that one, today. that one, it really yeah, does, one, <clears throat> one does. Yeah,
0: that one, that one does that too. Yeah, yeah, that would do good. Yeah. That would do good, really good. Yeah, where can people find? I, I assume that you have an online. Obviously, you have an online yeah. right. presence. Right. So, why don't you let people know right now where you can actually go buy, Cacciatore wine.
1: Well, online you can give me a call. I do local deliveries. Um,
0: is there a minimum no. for local? De- no. You mean to tell me. If I just buy one of those bottles for $11, you're going to, how far do you drive?
1: Not if I sell you. Exeter.
0: Really? That's where I live, Exeter. You'll take one bottle of wine out there? Mm-hmm. That's commitment because that's going to cost you that and gas now.
1: Well, I live that direction. Yeah. And if you really want it and, you know...
0: That's
2: awesome. Yeah, I know. Then if I can say, I mean, there's a liquor store on Lover's Lane. What is the name? Uh, uh, Rossi's. Right, so we're making... Uh, oh, yeah, I know where that is. I used right. to have a gym
0: not far away from there. There you
2: right. go. Very close to her. So go there and say that and you want to Yeah. Yeah. ask for a good dog.
1: There and Martin Bottle.
0: Martin Bottle. That's on Walnut?
1: That's on Walnut and Demerit. Yeah, yeah, I, I know
0: where that is. Yeah. I, used to, I used to drink a little bit back yeah. in the day. I used to yeah. hang out mm-hmm. some If you are
2: on your way, yeah. if you are on your way to Sequoia Park and you want to stop in Three Rivers, uh, there's a, a, a Three Rivers Brewery. Uh, yeah. Matt is uh, a nice guy. Uh, does good beer. And so we help each other. Nice. And, uh, so yeah, he also has the good dog.
0: Uh, what's the, the name of the, well, like, what's your website name that people can go to?
1: dot uh, com.
0: Okay. And you have a whole presence there. Like I can go. Yes. And, and look to see what kind of different wines that you have. And even your virgin oil, I, yes. uh, extra virgin oil. Mm-hmm. My wife cooks with a lot of that, a ton of it. Yeah. Um, before we go, I want to say something to you. I, when I was competing in my heyday, I never, I, I was all over Europe, but never in Italy. When I was traveling all over Europe, I always heard people say, they'd ask, have you ever been to Italy? And I said, no. I said, you got to go. You'll never, it'll change your life. I went to Italy about four, let me see, four or five years ago for my birthday, I went by myself. I'm married to somebody who doesn't give a damn if I travel or not, okay? We're just that way with each other. We do stuff together, but we do. I went home one day and I said, I'm going to Italy for four days on my birthday, see ya. Anyway, I gotta tell you something, that trip changed my life, like everybody said. I ended up in, I was based in Rome, Mm because it was my first time. I was based in Rome, and then what I did is I took day trips out to Northern Europe, I like Fiat Mm -hmm. and that whole story. So you went to Torino? I went to Torino to watch actually a soccer game because- uh, Ah, Juventus. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo Ronaldo plays. Yeah, yeah. okay. And I I spent time in Venice, but I just, what I I liked is I just hung out not too far away from the Colosseum or the hotel that I was in, in a little market area, just to get a feel for the people. It was it was the most amazing trip that I took. I gotta tell you something. I love the energy of the Italian people, how they live life with gusto. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from my trip. I loved it so much. I bought a villa <laughs> in, <laughs> I bought a villa in the Tuscany. Just recently. We're having to fix up right now. That's how much I fell in love with, wow. with your country and your people. They were so fantastic. Wow. And I've been around all over the place. And I've been in some really cool places. I really have. I've been to Portugal. And I always feel guilty because you yeah. know I buy a place in, in Italy. But I got to tell you, man, the Italian people for me, I'm all about Italians. I'm in fashion. I My my influence is Italian. It's changed me in a lot of different ways. Well, I'm glad. And, and uh, so I, I appreciate it. I thought you might be Italian just because of just the way you handle yourself and the way you... That you talk. I figured that you were. Anyway, so I, I wanted to tell you that it's. Uh, I'm really big into your your culture, and I appreciate the fact that you guys really came out here. You guys have been really good. There's been no hesitation. My assistant, when I told her, I said, why, "Why don't we see if Cachetorio come out?" And her response was like, "Why would they want to come out and do a a, a podcast with you?" I said, "I don't know, but why don't we ask them?" And yeah. you guys were just very. Yeah. up to doing this and that yeah. just says something about you
2: but uh, but you know but um as soon as you know debbie told me about it i said yeah yeah we, we, we gotta do it yeah.
0: that's so cool and it's yeah. so awesome that you guys came on i'm yeah, really honored that you I, did. I
2: i wish i wish in the area there would be more interaction yeah but, uh yeah. which sometimes there isn't
0: yeah and, and, well hopefully and, you well, know coming on will uh will help I, I don't know if this is, really makes any sense. And Jason, maybe you're... In fact, Jason actually brought it up that maybe at some point that we would actually do come to your... Exactly. Yeah. I was going to suggest that. Yeah. I was going to suggest Come to where that. you're at and you could take us through. And yeah. we have to work out the details about a video crew doing that. But I would like to do that. I think yeah. it would be so cool. And, you know, with, with Harvest coming up.
2: Yeah. I mean, we yeah. got a window that goes... Let's see if I'm right or wrong. But I plan to start about the 10th of August. And then we're yeah. gonna go through until the end of October. So we got. I think a there's some. I think
0: that maybe that, that could, we can yeah. work with. The weather would be kind of a little cooler, right. In October, maybe closer to October. Right. I would like to do that. I think that would be yeah. just really yeah, interesting. No, I, I agree. Know? This is yeah. just the beginning of something that uh, we can expand. Look, we can educate people's yeah. knowledge, and isn't that what we're here for? Got great, it.
2: you'll find a great partner. On us.
0: <laughs> anyway, thank you again for coming on. I appreciate you giving us the knowledge that you did. And this has been a long time since I drank any alcohol. Good. Well, Leo, you can take it home. And, you know, <laughs> Very good. And go. anyway, thank you for coming. Okay. on. Thank we'll you. we'll
2: send you we'll send you the complete line so you okay. can. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Thanks for coming on again. Oh, well, appreciate you. it. Thank you. Okay, bye bye.